This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Same day edition. Hello. Yes, this is same one day. of our fun right. same day editions. We're right? getting close to live. We one are. of these days. We've gotten some suggestions about doing a live show. I really want to do a live show. That'd be fun. I just want some callers, though. I want to have some interaction with some people. How do we do that? Someone emails and tell us how to do a live training. <laughs> just make sure there's an audience and people call us. Because be we've really been fun. on radio before where no one calls. We so did have a radio painful. show. Yeah, yeah we cool. got callers. That one 90-year-old guy from Greenwood <laughs> called all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know. We had some good guests, too. We had, <laughs> we had uh, great, great guests. guests. Um, the other day, I went to one of my daughter's uh, <laughs> teachers. Uh, they had the parent-teacher night, and you go yeah. go around the, to the different classes. And uh, uh, had a guy who teaches tech theater there, and mm-hmm. he was a really good guy. And, and she said, she came home one day and said, this guy has a sh- had a show on WXNT, which is a local station. We had our business show. Yep. And so I went up to him after the, afterwards, and I said, hey, you, I don't think I know you, but I said, uh, I used to have a show on XNT. I hear you do. He says, yeah, it was like, Business three three something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. How do you know? He said he used to come in right after us went with Raymond Modulo. Oh, with Raymond. He was a big tall guy that yeah, produced the right. show. Right. So uh, right, we're anyway. famous. Business three sixty. We got to get some the old basement tapes out. <laughs> yeah. Dust them off. Technically, uh, the only people that listen to that were actually people who work for the radio station. <laughs> and my brother, who thought it was just really funny. Very good. Okay, okay. Uh, advanced selling podcast. Uh, welcome back. If you're a first timer, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. We are. Uh, we've got some a couple of listeners. We've been a lot. Of, you guys have been really good with feedback for us. Um, so a couple of people have said, "Especially because oh, it's all been positive." It's all. So we it, love it, that. It, it, yeah, I'm waiting for a nasty gram. <laughs> Sometimes someone's gonna. We got one, but it was the wrong <laughs> podcast. So anyway, this is um, from. We'll call him. Well, his name is Darren. We'll just yeah. use first names and yeah. last initials. Darren F, who sent us a really nice note. Actually, copied someone else who's in his company, who I'm assuming has some level of influence. Just said some really nice things. Says I'm, I'm getting so much help from the uh, uh, this network that I thought I would share this podcast I've been listening to, the Advanced Selling Podcast. He says these guys in quotes get it when it comes to high integrity, value based sales, and have really opened uh, my mind to a new uh, cooperative, uh, powerful selling techniques. Very very nice Good. of him. Uh, he even he said we're funny. <laughs> hey, Darren. <laughs> I'm going to invite Darren over for dinner and show that to my wife. She, she probably had the wrong podcast, too. <laughs> he might. Uh, so, uh, Darren, F., thanks a lot for that. It's very kind of you to uh, write us, and I'm glad you listened, and hope your friend that you sent this to listens along, too. We also had an email from Steve uh, with Klipsch, uh, yeah. the speaker people, who are yeah. actually based here in Indianapolis, but Steve is not from Indianapolis. He's in Queensland, Australia, Yep. and travels around the, uh, what was he called, the hinterlands or the... He did had a I, name for I, Oh, did he? I don't, don't know. Don't do it in your Australian accent. I, I've, I'm done with that. It's retired. <laughs> it's gone. Anyway, hello to Steve. And uh, he says he travels thousands of kilometers, i.e. miles do you a know month, what a, and uh, listens to good. us all the way. You know what a Walter Mitty dream is? Walter Mitty's a literature character right. who was a, a young kid who used to daydream about things. He was sitting in class. So Walter Mitty dream is like a daydream. One of my Walter Mitty dreams is to have a set of Klipsch horns in my basement. Clip Shorn, you know who those are? Yeah. Speakers. Yeah. Greatest speakers known to mankind. Beautiful. Steve, we're counting on you, buddy. Hook me up, brother. Yeah. Or maybe I should just call Fred Clipsch. Okay. Okay, the last two weeks yeah. we have done assessments, and we've mm-hmm. gotten a lot of emails, and people have, uh, you've asked for them in mass. 
Yeah. And um, we did the first Gross. week was on skills, which was on selling skills, communication skills. The second week, last week, was on the inner game and how to think differently. Yeah. Uh, today, we're going to do how to behave differently. Yep. What are the activities you need to be engaging in in your business and your practice to generate more customers and revenue? Yep, yep. So the way we've done it in the past is we've written down 10 here that we Brian and I have collaborated on before the show. Yep. And we're going to give you three or four uh, verbally, and then we want you to, again, send in to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com, subject line, behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we make sure we get them straight. If you haven't received the other two and you want to uh, have uh, send all of them to you, go ahead and just put that in the email. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about this behavioral assessment, Bill, and I'm thinking I may want to tweak this and uh, use it on my four children, do a little behavior assessment on them. I'd have to change some of the ideas I'm sure they'd be more here. than happy yeah. to fill this out. Yeah, like flushing the freaking toilet. <laughs> Let's do that one first, shall we? <laughs> Why do kids under 10 not flush toilets? I don't understand. Anyway. Sam, how sorry. do you rate yourself on that? <laughs> How about a two, Sam, Sam you're, you're five. Uh, do you plan on flushing the toilet anytime before you're 16? <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so let's do, we'll do a couple. Why don't you do one? I'll do okay. one and we'll go That's back good. and forth here. Uh, boy, I've got so many good ones. I, I'm not bragging, but I just like what I've written down here. <laughs> so many good ones. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Humble. Here's Be one. humble. That's I am being one. humble. Yeah. Uh, these are, yeah. This is just God working through me, right? Um, okay. Number one. And this is, uh, we teach best what we most need to learn. Have you heard that saying before? Mm-hmm. I think it's in a Richard Bach book called Delusions. We teach best what we most need to learn. Uh, I wrote down here behavior assessment number one, networking. Mm-hmm. Networking. So we want you to give yourself a score of one to ten on how well you do in the area of networking. That's a very broad topic, right? Um, but we're assessing yourself. So you got to think in your, in your own mind, what is ideal for me? How often am I engaged in networking activity? And I'm not talking about going out to a big chamber of commerce meeting and having a couple cocktails and shaking hands ripped. with all the bankers. Yeah, yeah all I don't know that jazz. I'm talking about really engaging in a, in a formal process where you have a, a set list, list of connector people. You uh, do it on a regular basis. It's, it's much more intimate, much more uh, meaningful, high-class um, um, process. Mm-hmm. So define, define a good way to do that then. Oh, that's quickly. a great, great question. Uh, I'll do as I did yesterday at a client. The first thing to do is to is to sit down and make a list of what, what we would identify, we've mentioned on the show before, connectors. Connectors are people who enjoy hooking people up, connecting mm-hmm. other people. Uh, one thing I've changed, though, in the way I've taught this recently is I used to say uh, you only need a couple of connectors, and most of us only end up with a couple. I've got a couple. I know you might have a couple, and Brooke's got a couple. Uh, although when we're starting this process and we're thinking about who connectors are, I want to cast the net wide here yeah. and I want to think about all my friends, people from church, people that I work with, my clients and those sorts of things, then go out and see if they're even open to being a connector for you. Yeah. And the connectors will show themselves because they like to do it. Mm-hmm. We, I had a client mentioned yesterday, there's a, it's an accounting firm I work with and in their office, there are a couple of people that if you went to a chamber of commerce meeting with you, if they didn't even know your name, they would drag you around and introduce you to people mm-hmm. and say, hey, this guy, you need to meet him. Now, I'm, what was your name again? Truly a connector. <laughs> they just really yeah. like to connect the, yeah. uh, people. So th- that's where I'd start with number one, uh, if I'm giving a tip, is um, create a list of connectors first and go have lunch or coffee with them. Something like so that. rate yourself on, on networking. Yep. One mm-hmm. is I don't do it at all. I no, hate it. I don't do it. Ten yeah. is I don't need any more help there. I'm, I'm doing no, fine. I'm In fact, Rosenberg. you'll find that a lot of your business will come from that yeah. if yeah, you do good. it right. Yep. Okay, here's one of mine, right. um, a behavior that I think too few people engage in. And, yes, I will say even me, yep. I, don't, I don't engage in enough. And that's going back to past or inactive clients uh, yeah. 
and and starting up dialogue again. Or yep. and I'm not just talking about keeping in touch with and sitting down and shooting the breeze with. I'm talking about meaningful dialogue. If you haven't spoken with a past client or an inactive client in let's just say six months, mm-hmm. uh, then it's too long. Yep. And you need to go back. And you need to uh, create discussions. Create. I wouldn't say create the relationship because I don't. I don't want to make it about a relationship. But I want to make it about. Are you talking about their business, their goals, their dreams? And if you are, you're probably going to be finding pain, and they're going to be looking to you for a solution. Yes. So don't forget those people. Plus, they already know you. you the, your call will get through. Right. It's an easy call. Yeah. It's interesting, too, that you said um, if you, you wait too long, all of a sudden, here's what I find happens to me. It's like Murphy's Law. At some point, I'm, I need like a favor, or I need you know someone asks me if I can hook connect someone else to them and i say gosh you know i'd love to but i haven't even talked <laughs> to them myself yeah. can i connect myself with them first so yeah. so uh, giving us a, a score here uh, relationship management or connecting with just, uh, yeah, the keeping past, in touch it's just staying that, in touch that's yeah. good i like that staying in touch so 10 is i'm really really good at staying in touch nice even pace once a month that sort of thing zero is once you're gone you're gone yeah disappeared and think about i mean we did an exercise once in a uh, client site where we basically the people were struggling with prospecting and we asked the 10 people in the room to literally make a list they i gave them two weeks to make a list of everybody they knew in the city in the yep. city they were in, yep. everybody they knew. Yep. These people came back with hundreds of names each. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and so already hundreds of names each time, times 10. There's a 1,000 people. Not not all those are prospects, but no. why go out and call on someone who doesn't know you when you have plenty of people to go see who yeah. do know you? That's right, very, next. very good. Okay, next one here. Uh, I'm going to talk about what we call funnel management. Funnel management. We're going to give ourselves a, a rating here on how well do we manage our own funnels. And these aren't – have you ever done a beer bong, Bill? I have, yes. Yeah, I've, probably, yeah, I've probably never, never done a beer bong, ever. That's what made me think of funnel eaten, management. Or, have you ever drank you know, a beer with an egg in it? No. We did, did it for egg? Easter one day. <laughs> one year when I was Easter. a fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> not Christmas. This not doing Easter morning. Anybody, anybody want to go to church? No, no, no. We're having beer, beer with egg a raw bombs. egg in it. Egg bonds. And I will tell you, you've never that tasted anything funny. and felt anything weirder oh, than that egg going down your throat. Oh, my gosh. Is that funny? I used to say when I lived by myself for Easter, just for fun, I get really, really drunk Easter night and hide all the eggs and wake up. And I had no idea where they were. So it's all fresh. Isn't that funny? Anyway, so let's okay. get back on top. Cleansing funnel the management. Funnel. Fun, yeah, funnel management. So all of us have a sales funnel, right? And uh, funnel management simply means uh, how well do I strategically work and massage and, and operate within my funnel? I find a lot of people get stuck in a, a perpetual loop of the same people. And they'd never do anything to break yeah. that cycle up. And so uh, funnel management on a 10 side means if I went and came to look at your funnel, you've got a very strategic way to manage it. You're always in it. You know why things are, where they are in the funnel, what's going next. Things are always moving. They're coming in. They're going out, those sorts of things. One is you have absolutely no funnel at all. You right. have no, you're just out, it, whatever, you're just out making calls, talking to people. You have no idea where anything is, what stage it's in, why it's there, that sort of thing. The best tip I could give people is on a regular basis, and I suggest at least once a month, you go back through your funnel and you cleanse the stuff that's just sitting there. Doesn't mean it disappears forever, but get it out of your sort of top of the mind funnel. So the assessment there would be I would rate myself low if I don't even pay any any attention to the funnel. Doesn't matter whether I have a lot of prospects or not. Don't even, yeah. Literally, I've got like a big pile of papers and a bunch of things to do and a bunch of tasks. It's not going anywhere. I don't know where my deals are. I don't know what's a deal, what's not a deal. 
And a ten would be I, I'm I'm looking at that inventory of daily. prospects and suspects yeah. daily. Okay, always good. know where it is. I know exactly why everyone's at what stage. I have stages defined. All those sorts good. of things. Good. Good. Because I think in one of our past episodes we talked about who makes it into the funnel. So you can go back. Uh, and search on some past episodes. We talked about being yeah. a little bit more filtered and a little yeah. bit more discerning about who you bring into the funnel. Yeah, that's good. Okay, uh, here's one that I think uh, is really important. Now, this this probably has nothing to do with an activity that's going to lead to a sale directly, like networking might or funnel management, but it has to do with self-development mm-hmm. and how are you learning new skills? How are you educating yourself as to new tactics, new modern strategies? Are you reading a book? Are you listening to other podcasts besides ours? Um, are you, uh, are you subscribed to websites? Uh, mm-hmm. I know John Jantz does a great job with mm-hmm. his on, it's called duct tape marketing. Yeah, it's really uh, good. You should subscribe to that. He always has really good ideas there. Seth Godin, yep. G O D I N at typepad.com. Yep. But there are a lot of leaders out there who have good ideas. You don't have to buy into everything they say, but sometimes an idea that you hear from someone outside your business will pique some interest, and you'll be able to create an innovative idea inside your business as a result. So I'd say be reading a book. Always have a book on your nightstand, whether it's a marketing book. I wouldn't even say a sales book because you get that here. And so many sales books we think are... Worthless? Less than ideal. It's old thinking. And so right. we'd like for you to get your sales stuff here uh, on the podcast and other things that we do. But uh, definitely think That's about good. self-development because if you're not learning uh, and growing, you're, you're probably just staying the same. Everybody's passing you by. Yep, yep, very, very good. So, so how does one get the other six of these, Brian? They email us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com, and they put in the subject line, behavior behavior and they will get the behavioral assessment if you miss the other two or, or you're just catching this episode you can do the same thing and type in uh besides behavioral type in skills and type in inner game inner game inner game or skills in the subject line too or if you want to put all three type in behavior skills and inner game and we'll give you all three of these assessments great tool for a sales manager to do with your salespeople. Great tool for a salesperson to do on thyself. And every one of these has a spreadsheet in it, yep. so you can do it with your salespeople. Yeah, so if you're a manager, list. definitely go do that. Good deal. Okay, see you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis.